I'm Perry Continentic. I'm Hannah Gatahoon, and you're listening to Beach Weekly, a student-run podcast from the Daily 49er at Long Beach State. Beach Weekly! News! The CSU Board of Trustees are considering adding a STEM quantitative reasoning course requirement in order to get into the CSU system. So that means for high school students, who want to be accepted into a CSU school, they will either have to take another year of math or another year of science. Well, the proposal to add a quantitative reasoning requirement for first year admission to the CSU. Chancellor's office staff consulted with CSU constituent groups and external stakeholders. We examined CSU data and national research, and the answers are clear. Yes, this policy is in the best interest of students, regardless of their field of study. That was Lauren J. Blanchard, Executive Vice Chancellor for Academic and Student Affairs, the California State University Board of Trustees meeting on Thursday. Currently, the requirements are three years of math and two years of science. But with this new proposal, they want to up the requirement by one year. So people were upset about it. Yes. Mainly educators and parents who said that this might not be fair for certain students. The CSUs are supposed to be more accessible to lower income students. And there's a lot of lower income students who come from schools where there simply aren't these classes offered. And so it would bar entry to the very people who the CSUs are supposed to be reaching out to. And that is problematic, definitely. CSU Board of Trustee officials at the meeting had said that they would exempt schools like that. Because it's all proposals and in the mm. works, so it's not set in stone. And I guess they are listening to people and their concerns but it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this will affect schools individually mm -hmm. considering it affects schools with different resources differently especially mm -hmm. like if you don't have enough teachers or you can't pay teachers enough to teach another class how are you supposed to get students to take these classes how are you supposed to have schools that have these classes so it'll be interesting to see how it works out but apparently the CSU did a study that showed four-year graduation rates increased nine percent for students who took fourth year quantitative reasoning in mm -hmm. high school I don't really know know how they carried out that study. Yeah, because that does seem like you wouldn't expect a student who's in danger of failing out of high school to take a fourth year, you know? So I think it's more the people who are already graduating are probably taking these classes. I haven't seen the study, so I'm not really one to comment on it. It does seem like the sort of thing we should look at causation. I do definitely think that we need more robust science education specifically. Well, math also, because I see so many people who just aren't capable of doing basic math. That's really debilitating. That's a skill that a applies throughout your entire life. And maybe if we had better science education, we wouldn't have all these anti-vaxxers and people using urine eye drops. The fact that pseudoscience has taken off to the degree that it has is indicative of our poor science education. And even during this meeting, they were saying that quantitative reasoning skills mm -hmm. that you develop in these classes can be applicable to a wide variety of majors that are not necessarily within the STEM field. 
as journalists, we still have to use quantitative reasoning. We still have to do math Mm -hmm. a lot of the times for when we look through studies or statistics, essentially data. And sometimes I will admit even I have trouble I took a fourth year of math and I still have trouble with it. And I know there was a concern that students who are required to take a fourth year of quantitative reasoning courses will be deterred from elective courses. I'm not sure that's true. I mean, I personally took a fourth year of math and a third year of science. I'm a journalism major now and I found orchestra. I was in my journalism class. So I mean, there was definitely, I was also in, you know, arts and language arts and things like that. So to me, I don't think it would be a deterrent from those types of classes. Mm. But I mean, I can understand it might be frustrating for some kids who are just like, I hate science, I hate math, that Mm. type of... Well, I would argue that those are the students who most need these courses. The ones who are like, I hate science, I hate math. Because it really does bother me. Because as I am also a journalism major, I occasionally hear people who wear it as like a badge of honor. Like, I can't do algebra, you know? There are these ridiculous statements these people make. I would never expect someone to be like, yeah, I can't read. It's kind of weird that not being able to do these things that are very important is like a badge of honor for so many people. That's, that is true. I do know people who are like, yeah, I suck at math. That's cool. I mean, I tell people I suck at math, but I'm not necessarily proud of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not proud of it. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely heard that before. Like, especially people on our side of things, the CLAs, Mm -hmm. the College of the Arts, you know, people who don't deal with the STEM, they're like... Every theater major. Yeah, they... Oh, okay. That sounds very specific. (laughs) I don't know about that. But, I mean, it's not true always. No, it's not. it's It's a generalization, but I see the same thing from STEM students. They're kind of like, yeah, I can't write a three page paper to save my life. Why would you be proud of this? Like, I I understand that you're good at other things and that's wonderful. I mean, there's a lot of people here who say, oh, I'm not good at math who are incredible writers. There's a lot of people who say, oh, I can't write who are, you know, brilliant mathematicians. Because there is kind of an us versus them thing of STEM students and non-STEM students. And that's ridiculous. I think at the end of the day, we all have skills that we're better than mm-hmm. at than other skills, but we should all be well-rounded. I think the only thing is we have to make sure if we're going to implement something like this, that it is fair across the board in yeah. terms of high schools. And I know it said at the meeting, it was said that the CSUs will be investing $10 million over four years. That doesn't sound that, like enough. That doesn't enough. sound like very much money. Over, um, and that's over the state of California? Yeah. $10 million is too small for that. $10 million that. is going to be spread very thin. Yeah, so over the entirety of California, that is a drop in the bucket. Yeah, it's... A I'm, drop in the ocean. <laughs> And I think that this speaks to, like, a larger issue with, you know, low-income schools not receiving the funding they need and kind of getting caught in these spirals of failure. But that's a larger issue. STEM, quantitative reasoning, good. Yeah, I agree. Money, we need it. Mm-hmm. STEM teachers need support. If you're going to do something like this, you got to make it work. Yeah, because, I mean, we have failed in our STEM education for the average person. I mean, as I said before, there are people out there who are so unable to read scientific studies that they think that vaccinations are full of, like, aborted stem cells and, like, gonna give your kids autism, when there's nothing to support that. This is true. A formal proposal is gonna be brought up at the next Board of Trustees meeting, the 24th and 25th of September. We can see maybe where this will go. It might go nowhere. It might get tossed in the trash. It might. So thanks again, guys, for joining us Beach Weekly.